Hi, I'm Jamie Bahamas, and let's start talking about them dolphins. I'll be honest, this week's episode was going to be about free agency and who the top targets and what things the Miami Dolphins were going to do when we start and kick off free agency this week. I opted to scrap that show. The reason being is with the format of the way we produce these episodes, I wanted you to have some content that would live and that wouldn't expire by the time you listen to it. So with the free agent frenzy going on, I moved away from that and instead opted to go with another topic. And the topic today that we're going to talk about is what if Tua was not 100% healthy in his rookie year? Does that change the perspective of some of the Dolphins fans out there? And I bring that up because the big news of this week wasn't completely surprising and it depends on how you look at it. It was not Dolphins related, but Drew Brees, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame quarterback, announced his retirement from the NFL. Now we know the Drew Brees what if scenario. Drew Brees after starting his career with San Diego, injured, got injured, and had a tough injury at the time where a lot of people did not know how he would come back from it. And at that point, the Chargers had a chance to move on and had a great opportunity to get a quarterback in the draft. And they went with Philip Rivers, which left Drew Brees and Dante Culpepper out there as two top big name quarterbacks with a lot of promise or that showed a lot of or showed that they could be the guy prior to their injuries. But now that was in question coming in post injury. So the Dolphins were looking for their franchise guy, the first guy to take over and lead the team back to glory since Dan Marino had their doctors look at it at both players, had their doctors look at both players and make a decision. And the doctors at the time would not touch Drew Brees. Listening to some of the commentary now going on, it sounds like the Drew Brees thing was a done deal. They had the jersey made up. They were ready to go to the press conference, uh, listening to the GM of the Miami Dolphins, and the doctors would just not sign off on it. So the rest is history. Drew Brees went over to the Saints. They were a little bit more comfortable with taking that risk, and that ended up turning into what we saw to be an amazing career, but something came to light this weekend as people started to reminisce on the career of Drew Brees. Some of the players talked about training camp and going into the preseason with Drew Brees that year. And the funny thing is, when you ask them, did you know that Drew Brees was great or how great he would be when you walked in the door to play with him that year? And some of them honestly said that they didn't see it initially. Not that they didn't see that Drew Brees was great, but as they were getting put together early on and training camp and then they went into that preseason game. I believe they played Peyton Manning in their first preseason game or one of their preseason games. The team did not look sharp. Now, all in all, that team did roll out that year. The first year with Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints, they went 10 and six, similar to what the Miami Dolphins did. And Drew Brees had a good year. I won't say that he didn't have a good year. He actually had more passing yards that year than he's ever had with his times with the San Diego Chargers at the time. Um, but it wasn't his best year. If you look at it from a touchdown perspective, uh, he probably had one of his, it was probably one of his bottom three, bottom five performances with his whole career year-wise with the New Orleans Saints. But what we did listen to as you talk to some of the players, they said, oh my God, he just got better year after year. And they especially said 
when they looked at what Drew Brees looked like, what he did, what he was capable of, coming in from the first year with the Saints to the second year of the Saints, they said they really saw it then and they knew something was special. Now, it wasn't just physical. Some of that was mental. Some of that was the way he showed his leadership and brought that into the team. He had them read certain books and things that he brought in, but they did mention that they noticed that the physical gifts were there. Now, the Saints regressed a little bit. Not all of that is on Drew Brees because if you look at the numbers, he... He continued to grow and start to put up these record-breaking numbers. Many of the records that he broke were of the aforementioned Dan Marino, but it showed that, hey, this guy is something. So while their records took a step back from the 10 and 6, we can see that Drew Brees being healthy is what, and, and taking time to get healthy actually, is what helped his career get to the point of what some people thought it could be. And what the Miami Dolphins didn't know when, at the time when they're trying to evaluate him that it would take some time for him to get there instead of passing on him saying that, you know, he may never get there. So now, why do I bring this up? The flip side is, what if Tua Tungavailoa was not 100% healthy last season? And I say this because when you listen to fans, there are fans that are polarized on the Miami Dolphins right now. So you have some fans out there that are saying that Tua is their quarterback and honestly I'm one of those guys that says stick with Tua this is not the year that you cut bait with Tua come back and talk to me next year after how things play out and and I'll give you my take on that but for this year I'm saying stick with that guy that's the best formula to help your team go and help help your team grow for this year and he did show some flashes I would point to the game against the Cardinals made some probably to his best game, uh, showed that he can be a quarterback in the NFL. So imagine if physically, if he could be better and perform better than that, maybe that wasn't the ceiling. If that's the case, then the Dolphins definitely have found their guy. And the other aspect to it is, if he wasn't 100% physically recuperated, how much of that was a mental aspect? How much of that going into the game, even though he took a few hits here and there, but if he knew that, hey, I just don't feel quite right just yet, how much of that held him back from taking some of the chances that he took earlier in his career that made him great? Standing in the pocket that extra quarter of a second to make that, that extra read, right? All those different things factor in. So I say all that to say this, I won't belabor the point. If Tua was not 100% healthy, and he is this year, they say the Dolphins are doing the right thing by sticking with him with, as their guy, not falling for the, the bait out there to go ahead and package him to get one of these quarterbacks that are proven but are going to cost you a lot to go and get him. So I think they're doing the right thing by seeing what they have in him because the way I look at it is, say he's not the guy say he shows you this year he comes in and one year more removed from that injury and he's no better than what he was last year or or that was his ceiling i think you can still move on at that point and you have a lot of options to move on without destroying what you've built so far the challenge i have if you were to trade for a quarterback that's already on a big contract i don't think you've finished building the rest of the team and the challenge there is if you don't have the rest of the team built up around you, it's it's very hard to finish that build and get your team to a championship level once you have that big quarterback contract locked in. 
So it takes away that flexibility and then you could be setting yourself up for another 10 to 15 years of mediocrity. And honestly, that would be the worst result ever because when the Dolphins fans, when everybody was sold this rebuild, the biggest thing the rebuild was sold as was this was to remove the Dolphins from the decades and decades of mediocrity that they've been spinning in ever since Dan Marino left. So Dolphins are staying the course, they're going with Tua Tonga-Vailoa. If I'm right, or if my suspicions are true, that hey, he wasn't 100% healthy and this year he's gonna show that, that's gonna mean very good news for the Miami Dolphins. Now, the only person that might only honestly know that is Tua Tonga-Vailoa himself. Now I've seen videos of the workouts, I've seen him physically and he looks stronger. He looks like a player going into year two from the rookie year. So. Let's see how this goes, Dolphins fans. This is going to be the make or break year for the Dolphins in many areas. One area is going to be quarterback. But trust and believe. Don't lose faith. Trust in the process. Because if two is your guy, you're going to see it this year. So that's it for today's show. And there's only one thing left for me to do on talking about them Dolphins. Now, I did tell you that it wasn't going to be about free agency. But I'd like to give a shout out to somebody out there that's talking about free agency. I'm talking about them Dolphins. We love it when you're talking about them dolphins. And when you're talking about them dolphins, you might just get a mention in our show. And today, we're mentioning at NH Dolphins Fan on Twitter. They said, I like Galladay a lot. I just think he's gonna get a big payday and I'm not sure I want us to pay him that much. I kinda agree with that statement. The one thing I'll say though, is the dolphins have found a way to manage their salary cap well. Yes, it's going to take a lot to get Galladay, but I think they can do it in a way where it doesn't harm the team going into the future. With that, I want to say thank you once again for listening to another episode of Talking About Them Dolphins. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform so you can keep up with the latest shows.